Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Exoverse TV. Uh, I am Andrew, and I am here with Danny and Derek, uh, two thirds of the of the typical crew. What's up, guys? Hi. Hello. Hey. Um, hopefully, things don't sound too weird or different right now. Um, we were recording at a new place. I finally got I things know. set up at home. Champagne popping sound. Yeah. <laughs> we're breaking it in. Studio a la Drew. So when this oh, is all. The Drudio kind of said and done and rendered up if there's any kind of issues i will try and get them worked out before uh the next episode um i can already that tell dr Dre song <laughs> i got nothing we got 12 seconds you can do it oh yeah <laughs> done there you go yep um yeah so hey we're here to kind of um get you know game of thrones is is over it's done um and we obviously did uh, <laughs> review episodes. Uh, oh, sorry. Hey, by the way, I'm, this is going to be a work in progress, too. I got a little dog. Uh, no, that's okay. Leave it over. She'll just go crazier. Um, if that gets too out of control, I'll just so go ahead and be pausing uh, You brought up that it was done. You shit. brought up that oh it was done. Oh, my God. She got all hurt. Yep. She's upset. I can't believe what they did to Daenerys' character. <laughs> it's going to be a prequel series. It'll be okay. Um, yeah, so I, I do apologize for the dog. I will. I will. I listen to plenty of podcasts. There's like dog. People kind of like that. It yeah. gives it a little bit more like a, like this is this is really recorded in someone's room there, in their house. There's some listeners. Like, what kind of dog is it? Yeah. Oh, can I, what kind of dog it is. Can I pet it? <laughs> it's like it's, a Chihuahua Terrier, terrier mix. So um, no, I can't pet it. Got yeah. it. <laughs> no, she's great. She's she's, she's very she's amazing. Kind. Um, yeah, she's adorable. She's, she's doing her own she's thing. A bit of a yapper, but uh She's a she's a she's she's a noisy little bitch. Yeah, I mean, that's for damn sure. <laughs> she's a brick house. Yeah, um, yeah. I mostly just feel bad for the neighbors. Hey, Shh. got it. Uh, Nailed it. Nice. Yeah, there you go. That. Thank you, sir. Dog whisperer. That was genius. Or the dog shisher. Your face, Caesar Palace, whoever it was who I'm did the this. Dog <laughs> um, Hey, so uh, did you shush me? <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Sorry. Uh, so you know, Game Game of Thrones is over, and we had been doing review episodes for each uh, episode of season eight. But uh, you know, we want to kind kind of do an actual send off for the series as a whole. I know that. Um, I started the podcast very, very late uh, uh, into the, you know this series um, and stuff like that. But we were treated with a uh, season eight documentary last Sunday called The Last Watch. I know that Derek and I were able to catch it. Danny, you were not, but um, I know that you will, obviously. I will. Yeah, and um, I guess we don't have to worry, don't about, have to worry about spoiling anything. anything. Exactly. Yep. Shame. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was, that was fun. And we'll talk about that for a little bit here. And then we're going to kind of do a season eight review as a whole. Um, and then, and then the series overall, not necessarily a recap of the entire series, but just talk about maybe our favorite characters or storylines now that everything's said and done. Um, so, uh, as far as the documentary is concerned, I actually, I think I said on the last episode we recorded, um, I thought it was going to be about the, the entire series. Yes. Um, it ended up being about season eight, but that was still really cool. I mean, what a, a freaking massive production that season eight was. Yeah. Um, they were all, they were all clearly stating like, hey, you see why we had to stop 
here. Like yeah. we can't get any bigger anymore. Yeah. Like you see what we're all being put through to put this one together. I know a lot of people kind of have their minds made up about the season or whatever, but I hope like some of the people that might have been more on the fence are like, wow, the uh, the effort they went into on this. Now I didn't oh, yeah. necessarily watch this, but I remember watching this 30 minute episode regarding the the bells episode where they basically just recreate the city of king's landing because before this they that filmed was in it as well yeah, yeah they they filmed in this um uh city i believe in uh, croatia yeah and while that was all well and good you can't destroy a city in croatia unless you're russia go, yeah um not but with, not uh, without the right <laughs> permits yeah yeah <laughs> Or, like, fascism. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, so, yeah, they basically did their best to, like, brick for brick remake the city in uh, in a more destructible sort of manner. So, yeah. again, like, when you see that and you see, like, Legos. the effort that went into it, it was the old Godzilla movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, just make it kind of small, put, put someone in a Drogon costume and just go <laughs> knock exactly shit down. It was. Uh, like, just more of an appreciation for it. Like, stop focusing on, like, your character not ending up where they did or how fast they ended up there and, like, really just take into account how much went into this yeah yeah it's incredible that you you haven't watched it because they do have a moment where they specifically state that where they're like yeah we used to film all of this stuff in this place in i believe like you said croatia and they're like but you you can't destroy a city in croatia and that's exactly what we need to do and so yeah i actually have it noted here they they said it was seven months to build this king's landing Set, I'll say in, in quotation marks. Ah, uh, yeah, I yeah, I think it was, yeah, and um, right in their uh, their back lot, yeah, a back lot open area that they didn't have anything going on, so yeah, and uh, fuck, dude, it's not, it's 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 more like a real like theme park, like the amount of realism that they attempted to put into it. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not paper mache. No. You know, walls and and stuff Took less like time that. Than Galaxy's Edge. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the, uh, set. I want. I want to say she was like the set manager for it. Uh, she was talking, yeah. and she goes, she goes. I love uh, when people come up and they just knock on, yeah, the wall, and she goes, and they and they're impressed, and she goes, I love that. Yeah, and that was really cool. And it did sound incredible when she did see, it too. Yeah, and yeah. you could see some pride in her face when she gets to. T- yeah, people test it. And, we're gonna burn this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the cool things about this documentary is we meet a uh, an extra, like a featured extra, mm-hmm. um, that's been in the show since I guess season four or five, and um, he's been like a start guard. Uh, his name's Andrew McClay, and um, he just seems like a really fun dude. Yeah. Like that would be such a cool guy to Committed hang to out with show. on set. Yeah, yeah. he's just the this super yeah. fan who's just, just waiting gets to get killed off. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it's just and it's every season. He's just like I'm still here. He yeah. gets this like glorious death scene on camera, and it's just like, well, who was that guy? Yeah. It's like you'll never know. And yeah, he, and I think it was great because he's like, you know, you're on set and you're just you're doing the part of the extra, and then you you watch the episode, and you're like, oh my god, there I am. And like there was a couple, maybe one or two, where he said that like the camera would focus in on the intensity of his face right yeah. before battle and he had no idea that the camera was even looking at him yeah he has a close-up in battle of the bastards yeah and, that, yeah yeah. He, yeah and so it's really cool because like it's weird because when they show him in the documentary he looks super familiar you yep. just don't exactly know why until yeah. they finally like sh- you know show it to you but you're like huh why do i yeah why do i know this guy oh that's awesome that's right oh shit he's been in there for yeah, and Five years or whatever, yeah. One of the things was uh, about it was like how all the people in production have become like a family, and like it's the same people each year, and even the extras became 
the, well, especially the ones that stay alive, you know, become more and more like a family. And so it's just, they all, all know each other by name and it's, uh, it's sad for them to go. It's not just the main cast and like everyone's, like, Oh, what are they going to do now? Well, what about the people who, who don't they, have really like a very yeah. credited role in this and yeah. like they, they won't get to, they'll like, the Oh, it was in Game of Thrones. Remember that you, I, I know your the face. Pe- yeah. yeah. The people who made the armor, the people who laid out the snow. Yeah. Which wasn't even real. I was like, mm. you didn't shoot where snow was. Shout out to Del Reed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy, we meet him too. He's head of snow. That's literally his job on, on, the, on the show. Okay. It's pretty incredible. Um, I thought that was, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, he seemed like a fun guy too. Yeah. Hella down to earth. He's talking about like how they won an en- Emmy and he's just like, yeah, we did. But I mean, wh- how are you bring that up? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> are you supposed to show people that or something? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so that, that guy seemed pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the, it kind of cut between all of these different head crew members and stuff like that, and they're obviously talking about um, how nearly impossible it is to pull all of this stuff off, even with the size of crew and everything that they have. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they they allot themselves what they deem to be necessary to get the job done, and it's still barely enough because it's so massive. Yeah, you know? it, it was. Uh just impressive yeah um and then the read-throughs seem pretty cool you know i like i you know i, I know that that casts do this a lot and everything like that the room anyways. looks so expansive though i mean like yeah. there's so many people in that room yeah, yeah. like that ensemble cast oh. like god dude like have have you guys watched things like that before like yeah. with casts that do that i mean does, do they always seem because they really do kind of seem like they all get along that they all really like do like each other and enjoy each other's company, yeah. which I think just kind of like makes it so much more enjoyable of a show to kind of like go back and rewatch too, like scenes. No, of, like, yeah, I mean it's really cool to see because like um, I've I've been in like read throughs where we read through the script, the whole cast together, but it's like usually in someone's living room and it's just like, Mom, we're doing something. Yeah. <laughs> God, when's the pizza gonna get here? Don't interrupt unless you have a pizza in your hand. Where's that in the script? And, yeah, Where's and you just look at the director, and it's just like, man, like, one, the way you talk to your mom, two, I didn't <laughs> know we were getting pizza, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Which I know I wouldn't have ate before. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no, like, I, I, in, like, drama class, you know, you do read-throughs and stuff of this nature. Obviously not to this extent. No. Or for, you know, this kind of production. Yeah, that was one of the few things I did catch a little bit of. Obviously, a lot of those sort of went a little bit more viral, be it the Conleth, like, reaction to his character dying or, like... John, obviously, the Kit Harrington, like finding out what he does. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's a lot of talk about the comment. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, again, like it's, it, you're seeing something that isn't there, I think. Yeah, and you, everyone's like, oh, see, he's not even happy with it. It's like, no, he's, he's not, he's, uh, he's, he's that character. Like, that's, he's his, not excited that his character just yeah. got killed off in the show. What's he supposed yeah. to do? Cheer? That's like, his boy. Like, like he helped create that character. That's hard. That's a hard read. Yeah. People were th- theorizing that what that he was, was that he was just he's oh, upset. He, he, he also he, found it so dumb because you remember it? he closes oh. what, after after the person reads the narration. Yeah, yeah. He closes it and he throws it back and he leans oh, back. Okay, he yeah. even gives the person beside like a look, like yeah, okay. But really, it's just like that's that's how he deals with the emotion. I don't think it was that he didn't like the script. I think mm-hmm. it was just like. Well, shit. Uh, that's, They're creating a narrative yeah. that doesn't exist. Like, I mean, like, that's not yeah. how. It, if you have a character in a show, that's you don't want them to die. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. That's very. That's a very natural reaction. Yeah. 
still had one more one more paycheck to go. Yeah. They have their own bets. Like, man, who's going to be at the end of the season? Who's yeah. going to be alive? We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So we also meet uh, Vladimir Ferdik, which is who plays the Night King. Yep. Um, and, of course, I, I think, yeah, we knew that. But uh, it's also just really cool to see how involved he is in the stunt coordination. Lead stunt coordinator. Yeah. Right? yeah. Was he lead stunt coordinator? Lead. Cool, yeah, because I was curious about that. I think I missed exactly what they titled him as. But, um yeah, that was really cool. He seemed like a really fun guy. He he had done stunt work for like thirty something years before he had ever done any mm-hmm. acting on screen. Um, but he was like fun to watch, like in the makeup uh, chair and stuff. Him like theorizing or or fantasizing about what he hopes the Night King gets to pull off and yeah. stuff like that. It, it was kind like, of oh, you're so dead, you don't even know. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was kind of cool to see him with react with fans too. Like he just like lift his hands up. And all of them just lift their hands up too, like they're just raising. Yeah, he was so stoked yeah. that everybody recognized. Yeah, him, like you're all rooting tell. against well, humanity. <laughs> yeah, think about that for a second. What was what was really funny? You're gonna was, get your wish because you see Kit get out of a car, and people recognize him from afar, and they're ah, 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 going crazy. And Kit just waves Keep. and goes inside. Keep. Yeah. In, in in Italy, and where uh, uh, Vladimir, he he wasn't sure if they recognized him, so he walked all the way over to the gate. You guys know who I am. <laughs> He's like, yes, yes, you know. Okay. <laughs> Damn, that's good. That's a good impression. That is a good Vladimir. Um, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So, um, to get back, sorry, we were talking about the um, the read-throughs. I mentioned it though, but like again, the one that's getting reposted the most though is the jo- the uh, Kit Harrington reaction. And I mean, like again, like you're telling me. Like this scene lacks something for you. Like I mean, like look at their reaction there. You know how big this scene was. Like, yeah. I mean, the the scene that did happen. Like you were pissed off because it didn't go the way you thought it was gonna. Like I, I, those are the people actually doing this, and for their reaction to be what it was, like that yeah. was like that was very powerful. Yeah, and maybe I've just tuned too much of it out, but I haven't heard anybody offer up like really good alternative versions no. of what should have happened oh, right. it's that's, just uh, other fan that's fiction sort stuff. of my thing is that like when people oh i hate how so tell me how like what, what's your issue well i don't mind how it ended okay so that's what this really is like, yeah you're, you're not bad. actually you're not actually mad at how it ended you're mad that it ended yeah yeah so yeah and that's what that people time. need to be mature enough to admit no. No. is that that, not, that really is the issue and that makes it a, so much a much easier conversation to have with people too from that point on you yeah. know what i mean like to just be like, yeah, you know what? Okay, you know what? I'm just mad because I wanted an extra five minutes between, you know, these this couple here or, or whatever. Sure, and I can get that. And again, like what you should have known from the get go is that you know the pacing was always going to be what the pacing is. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And um, well, Jesus, Jesus. Christ! <laughs> I you can't the, close me out. I close the window. She goes, "Fine, I'm coming in." Okay, so we also met um, David Nutter. Uh, one of the directors of the show. He's been on the. He's been directing episodes on the show for I guess since season three or four, something like that. Yeah. And then um, I didn't realize that he actually took a couple seasons off, six and seven, for back surgery, uh, surgery back issues, and then he finally got to come back this season. So that was pretty cool. Um, obviously not the back issues, but that he got to come back. <laughs> yeah. And um, demented fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. And, uh, um, but, uh, David yeah. the Broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, man, his, like, his style seems so crazy. Like, he's such a meticulous guy. Um, he's got to have, you know, Certain at least that one paper. assistant that was, like, um, yeah, very particular. 
um, about his style. I mean, I don't know too much about like you know directors and things like that, but you kind of probably know a little bit more. Is that pretty I've typical? I've worked with a few. Um, if that's what it is, I haven't worked with professionals. There's oh, okay. A, <laughs> there's probably a fine line though between like someone who's meticulous and like desirable, like yeah. David Nutter. And then someone like Josh Trank. So, I mean, like, yeah. it, it, again, like, it also, like, just, like, this controlling sort of director. But it, I, I, so, I mean, that's what I mean. Is that, like, yeah. you have, like, your very needy directors. But, again, yeah. as long as they're, like, attain, uh, uh, accessible. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Like, I, I've, I've worked with people who had binders of notes. I've had people who had almost shot for shot what they wanted drawn out like a comic in notepads. And, um. And like binder paper and all that stuff, and so I've seen that. But I, as meticulous as he was, no, I've never worked with anybody that. Yeah, and but it, he, you, we can all agree that his episodes are quite, quite good. Yeah, yeah, and he, his, I guess his reasoning behind wanting to, um, he focuses so so hard on the preparation aspect is because he wants to be able to, then just focus completely on, uh, the actors. Um, once he's on set mm-hmm. and not have to worry too much about all the other minutia and stuff like that, right? So that's pretty cool. Um, so I don't know. I thought that was cool. I mean, that was the only director that they actually kind of like, you know, focused on for the most part through the documentary. I know Miguel Sapochnik also directed a couple of big episodes and we see him, but we don't like spend time really talking to him much or anything like that. It's your boy. I mean, that's a name that will stick with me forever because of just you talking about Miguel Sapochnik. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm saying that right. I, I, I don't know what, who I've heard say it that way, but I thought it was like the writers. I feel like that's the only way I've heard it now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> First person to name it drop. Sound, it sound right. Yeah. Um. And uh, okay. So we also learned a really interesting detail from uh, Andrew McClay, that featured extra. Um, he learns while he's preparing for his scenes during the long night that it's a combined eighteen thousand. Uh, Northern and Dothraki and Unsullied forces that were up against the Army of the Dead during that episode. Just to kind of clear that up for people that were curious, 18,000 supposedly. Yeah. So, like, holy fuck, right? I mean... I mean, there were 20,000 Golden Company. Yeah. I mean, like... Supposedly. I mean, that that, that was the number. I, there weren't that many, but I mean, like... Yeah, like, I wonder if it was also, you know, because like, I guess so. supposedly during the long night, we weren't seeing... Everybody, you know, they they probably had uh, soldiers on the you know the backside of the castle just in case somebody was coming to surprise them or something, yeah. right? So, is that what maybe happened with the Golden Company? Is that was like ten thousand that we? Yeah, saw you on? didn't see Drogon cook them the first time. Like yeah. they didn't have the radio help. <laughs> yeah, like, um, Strickland, um, help. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I don't know. That was that was pretty nuts to me that they actually put a number on it, and yeah. eighteen thousand was the number, and that's what lasted them through the rest of all of those battles, you know? That's fucking crazy. Because, again, so then, theoretically, 9,000 troops made the march to King's Landing. Yeah, It was almost like, like everything got halved. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Um, I'll give. <laughs> if you're... No, okay, continue. Yeah. No, I'll give. <laughs> Danny. Deciding whether or not he likes this or not. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, you're giving me the option. I was like, yeah, I, I, so that it just leaves me. Li- so I mean, I'm sure we could crunch some numbers. I just, I always thought like, 
So what were the unsullied forces when she... Uh, obviously, we've had some die along the way. Yeah. But it never seemed like very many. But how many like did she Oregon take Trail? from Astapor? Like how many... Oh, yeah. Was it so 8,000 or something? It was 8,000, but then there was something like another six or something that were like not quite unsullied. Oh, right, yet. yeah. Remember, there was like the, like yeah. the unsullied scouts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or all the ones that were still slaves. Yeah, the ones that they like were that. still yeah. like sort of in training. Yeah. Um, the, the Dothraki just seemed like endless. Yeah. <laughs> until they went to Westeros. Like it just, I, I don't know. She really should have brought the Second Sons, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But again, then the whole Slaver's Bay slips into slavery again. and Which is know. true. But not that probably she still will. Pro- yeah, probably still will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dario's like, oh, she dead? She's not coming back? All right, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, hey, so we also, this kind of clears up some of the rumors and stuff that were going around, too, um, that I tried to avoid, like, you know, crazy, but I do know that they were around, which was... Um, certain uh, things that were going to be happening in King's Landing or characters that we thought were dead that were coming back. And that's because they had decoys. Um, they threw in some weird <laughs> stuff, uh, in, in, especially in the King's Landing scenes where they brought back uh, the Waif and Jack and Hagar. Um, and they were just had, they just had them on set. Just, like they yeah. were going to be filming stuff. Like maybe it was going to turn out to be that Arya never survived that fight with the Waif after all kind of bullshit and like stuff like that. And then they also had, because Vladimir was helping out with all of the stunt coordination anyways, I I think they had him dressed up as the Night King. In the the King's Landing? Yeah. Kit was in... uh, Somewhere where he didn't... He was like in Italy and he didn't even need it. Yeah, they did that with him too. Um... Yeah, and I'm not sure how how much else if they mentioned other characters that they brought back or anything, but yeah. they probably did some other stuff too that just yeah. didn't make the. That's actually pretty cool. In a way, that's like a very grown up fuck you to people who like try and spoil things. Yeah, like, you know, like they get on set pictures and stuff like that. Like, oh my god, look what I saw, and it's like, ah, fuck you. You have no idea what's happening. No. Disney, yeah, Disney's done that with Star Wars, where they build certain ships and put build droids, and they're just like, nah. Nice. Like, yeah. Yeah, they even show in one of the shots in the documentary, they show a completely different, this whole green screen um, scene of the Night King dying by falling off of something instead of being shattered by Arya. Did you catch that? I thought that was the fall from when he fell off the dragon. Oh, shit. Is that all it was? Okay, that's what it was. That's what I think it was. Okay. Well, I think, did it... Did they show it like around the same time that they were talking no, they about sh- the decoy stuff? Is yeah. that why maybe it was, it I thought it was, that? It was towards the end, okay. and that was his last shot. It's just filming. When it comes to filming, I schedules, forgot about that dragon stuff. Yeah, yeah. When, when the filming schedule stuff goes around, it's, you don't shoot everything necessarily absolutely same time or in order. Yeah, so. like uh, uh, Danny's last shot uh, ever as Daenerys was just that shot in the God God's Wood from like episode one. When okay. her and John just land or something, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, you're right. It's like yeah, it's yeah, just kind of random. It's, it's, yeah. It's shot based on when, when locations are open, when when sets are done. It's yeah. just like okay, well, as long as we get everything, it's fine. Yeah. Let's just make a checklist of everything. Also, again, like in, in a way to sort of mask, you know, like set schedule gets released, Amelia's last shot, and it's like, all right, well, we'll probably have a lot of heads on set. People, I mean, yeah. if we don't want to make this. Such a big scene. Yeah, I uh, agree with that. Yeah, and you almost like mask it. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they probably do plan all of that stuff now that I mean, now that the industry in the age of spoilers, the age yeah. that it's at, and especially spoilers. You're, yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, I don't know if you remember it back in the day. I mean, like the after the Jon Snow death, it was like they like, oh my god, he cut his hair. It's real. Oh yeah. And th- then they saw him at Wimbledon or whatever, and he was looking very Jon Snowy. And you're like, okay, well maybe it's not that real. Like it's. Uh, it was basically like what's yeah. what's Kit Harrington up to? Like, he's like, we have a year off. They do other things shoot in between. Yeah. <laughs> he was already in another HBO show. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Do you remember? Gunpowder, I believe. Oh, it's called. okay. Yeah. Haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Name is it a show about Ichabod Crane's horse from The Legend of Sleepy Hollow? <laughs> I think so, but no. <laughs> that horse's name was Gunpowder. Gunpowder. Yeah. Oh my god. Gunpowder. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then, so, you know, as the documentary's wrapping up, we see some farewells, some, you know, those final shots of, of people in their, their last moments as those characters, um, for eight, ten years, uh, but, you know, they also make a, a really big, um, moment out of Kit's farewell, and I thought that was really cool, like, I thought that how, how choked up he gets, (laughs) Yeah. Um, was, was really nice just to see how much he loved the character and the show, and, how little concerning with the news that's broken recently. Uh, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. saw that. No, what's about that? His, his recent. He's like recently checked into like a like a sober living. Yes, uh, I. That's right. Yeah. I did see that, and I think uh, I just honestly thought that it might have not been real. Nope. Like, mm-hmm. but that's oh, that's, that's a real sad. thing. That's and good for him. Yeah, recognizing a problem yeah. and trying to you know uh, get uh, it fixed. It wasn't just alcohol, from what I've read too. He's he's under like psych evaluations. And, sure, again, it's it's a big stuff, thing. Yeah. His life yeah. went from again, like for all intents and purposes, he had nothing going for him before this. He became one of the most recognizable people in the industry after it. I mean, and uh, now it's all done, and so what's not next? just done, but also the receiving the, the, of the, it. The, the re- yeah. yeah, the the disappointment by many. Oh um, yeah, and like the la- the lack of appreciation in yeah. general. I I don't know. Again, he, like, he you could see him reading at the table read. Mm-hmm. You could see he's putting so much emotion into it, and then for him to put literally his all into every scene, whether it be rushed or not, and then for this at the end, just like oh, worst worst show, terrible, blah blah. Don't watch it. Oh yeah, exactly. Like, oh. Like, worst ending of hurts. all time. That hurts. It does. Yeah. And it's a bunch so it's of all your fault, fans. Fuck yeah. all of you. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all your fault. God Anybody who has it. that feeling. Guess what? We're gonna go drink tonight, and I've then <laughs> we're gonna go check into a place tomorrow. <laughs> Danny and I will be gone for three days in a rehabilitation <laughs> center. <laughs> Don't look at Facebook. On the coast. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, speaking of the reception um, that everybody, you know, gave or had uh, of the season, what did you guys What did you guys think overall of season eight? You know, not, not the whole show yet, but just season eight. How did it feel to you now that it's over? So, yes, I think the, the criticisms of season eight, some are, of them are very warranted. Not the way the story went. Maybe just the rate at which it did. I mean, and again, like, so you, but for me, I don't think you can be all that mad at it in the sense that, like, we knew it. We knew it was going to be rushed. We got some things as a result that we might not have gotten from 10 episode seasons. Like, some, the, the things that we saw, again, like, I think for me, the issue with it was that every time an episode ended, I'm like, I only have such and such more episodes. I like, it was almost like yeah. it was, you weren't counting. You were counting down now. And yeah. It was just like, it ba- basically even from last season, because you bet you, that you knew in advance that it was only going to be 13 episodes between the two seasons. So you're like, all right, well now we're down to 12 episodes 
and we still have all this to answer. Now we're down to 11 episodes. And that's what made some of those really talky episodes in the beginning, while I love the dialogue and stuff like that, almost like, made you we anxious. don't have yeah. time for all of this. <laughs> yeah. And then once we got into like the action, it was like, oh, this is can done Can we talk so about this? Yeah, can we talk about this? <laughs> yeah. It was just such a hard... So again, I don't have an issue with how any of it ended. I really don't. I mean, I thought the story for years was building to a lot of these plot points. If I have any criticism, again, it's just that, you know, would I have enjoyed three or four more seasons of this? Absolutely. Did any of their decisions shock you or? Um, Arya taking out the Night King. I think, it, again, that, that was one that I didn't see coming. I really didn't. Um. That was a again like I I didn't know how he was gonna go I knew he had to go yeah I just didn't know how I liked it I was like oh I didn't see this coming all right yeah I fuck with that like it's yeah. um the Daenerys thing again like in that moment I w- I was so uncomfortable when she's sitting there on the top of the you know the the walls of King's Landing and you can see her wrestling with it you're like don't do the thing do not do the and she does the thing yeah. and then so um. Yeah, no, I, I thought again it was there were a lot of surprising things. There was some uh interesting sort of fan servicey things. I always kind of found like the Tormund Brienne stuff to be very like funny, mm-hmm. but again, yeah. sort of dragged. Like I was just like, All right, I, I get it. Like, Let's just fight about it. Right. Um I could have used a whole season of them. I think it would have been a little probably way cheesier though if they if they like, did. Yeah. Up. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, nothing about them yeah. aligned. Like I know yeah, it wouldn't yeah. when, when <laughs> I actually almost was like I will really hate if that's where this ends up because she disappears right after they make fun of her for being a virgin, and then Tormund comes on I'm like, "Don't do it! Like, yeah. don't do the thing, Game of Thrones." Oh. Um, well, order me up a slice of just cheese, please, because <laughs> I wanted that. Yeah, um, <laughs> I uh, like some mac and cheese. I just, I just think, I, I think the season was hyper criticized for everything they did wrong, whether it was a fucking water bottle or a Starbucks cup, or just like everything and yeah. then yeah you uh, what we talked about before like are you mad at how it ended or are you just mad that it's over yeah really think about that also no there's the whole thing about like everyone has an idea and if it's not that idea then they're upset but that's the thing anytime it's- i've talked to somebody i'm like so what was your ending and they can't come up uh, uh, they can't come up with anything yeah, yeah. and but they but they but they all had theories beforehand it's just now that it's done, how would you want it? How can you go against what they did? It's, that's it's kind of like what I know happened and what I what I could come up with is different than what they theorized because there was many different possibilities. A lot they were okay with, a lot I hope not, and then they went this way, and it was like I don't think a lot of people, the fans that are upset, I don't think actually theorized this as a possibility. Danny was going to survive and rule and be the best thing ever, right? Ever, okay. Yeah. And Arya's my bitch. I've been saying it since season one. Yeah. Arya undone. Uh, and those particular fans maybe just have to upset. see yeah. the show as they just saw the show yeah. as Daenerys versus and Cersei. And, and they I'll didn't say care it, about I've said the it others, before. You know. I'll say it again. They're all just mad because they have to burn their Targaryen, House Targaryen yeah. shirts. Yeah. <laughs> their mother of dragon shirts. Their mother of dragon stuff. They're just, well, now I can't wear this. Yeah, it's like a swastika now. Get rid of it. <laughs> oh, shit. It's done. Um, you can't that, wear I that. mean, there's the, there's the oh, Cersei, Cersei didn't get a just enough ending or whatever. It's like, well, I think she was buried under the keep of, you know, where, where she once reigned. Yeah. Uh, she died as a pregnant woman. Um 
in the arms of the man who loves her. I mean, like, I think I've heard somebody say that it makes perfect sense that she got such an insignificant death because she would have wanted um, a very grandiose way of of going out and taking herself out. Absolutely, and that, yeah. And that this is almost kind of like a a justice in the same way that some people are also hinting towards, like, you know, like say, because I said at our last uh, the finale review, I was like. Man, I really wish I I I hate that I hate Grey Worm now. You know, like I I'm not as happy with with Grey Worm as a guy. Like even as a Masande fan and everything like that, that I was I was really bummed out with how he feels. And a lot of people are pointing out like, yeah, well he's super dead anyways because anybody that travels to that island of uh, Noth that didn't grow up there all get killed by this like crazy unknown. Uh, thing that's in the air anyway so it's like they're like oh he's no antibodies yeah. yeah it's like visiting Denver. maybe he contracted <laughs> it from a sunday <laughs> just, we're not used to this shit denver was on my uh it was on my list for like 2020 mile high yeah. it just kills you not gonna breathe jesus um but no like another uh thing a lot of people had issue with was that all these people didn't have last words to their death other than a sunday mm. but uh Dope ass last word. Yeah. yeah. She basically told her, like, hey, you know, a whole like she got her wish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if she was hoping Dracarys would actually come over and save her? Right, right, right. And right. she wasn't actually saying <laughs> what she I don't actually know what that means. I, I know yeah. you always do something when she says this. <laughs> I was just kind of hoping you Oh, he's still sitting there. <laughs> uh but no, like no she one had ha- to make the cone with her yeah. hand. That's what it was. He yeah. couldn't yeah. quite hear it. <laughs> a lot of people were just like, Well, Danny deserved last words, but I was like, "Well, did you notice nobody got last words?" And I think they were—I tr- don't know what they were trying to say with that, but at the same time, Jorah didn't get last words. Yeah. Um. Geez, everybody, no one got last words. Like yeah. everyone who died this season just died, and like there's looks, goodbyes. How and many? How and many people in this entire series got last words? Like I think of like Rob Stark saying "mother,", Mother yeah, and then, like that, yeah. But Catelyn like Ned got, Ned, got Ned kind got of nothing. a yeah. got of a she got ah! a whale yeah, ah! yeah. grief but, grief scream. But yeah. if you think about it, like the show's never been about last it, words. It's re- it's really like it's it's pretty realistic. Like, like if the like, Dothraki had a word for no, maybe that would have been one. Yeah, of them, but. but they just they get the knife and it's just uh, uh, disbelief whatever. Or or if they're defending, you know, dying in battle is just uh, you know who had the best last words of all of them. Eris, burn them all. Yeah, and yeah. we never saw it. It was on it was, other than like in like weird flashbacks. Yeah, yeah it, it, again, it was just yeah. uh, the the idea that like I think that's actually kind of cheesy. Like these people died the way they would fucking die. Like I mean, like our first we major don't get last words. Death, uh, Ned Stark. I mean, yeah, he just yeah. gets he head just chopped get... off. He's just like oh, what, 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 what? Yeah, it's just Andrew knife to your stomach. Monologue, go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I get it. But at the same time, it's it that's very uh, we want to talk about cheesy. It's a very cheesy thing to do. If Din- say Jorah is being held by Daenerys one last time after that battle, after she after he defended her for so long, and he literally and says, he just, like, they have a long. Uh, yeah. By the way, I was in love with you this entire yeah. time." She's like, "Yeah, I know. Everyone, everyone. I can read this is exactly yeah. how I yeah. always wanted to die. Yeah, yeah. Well, and just, uh, like, we yeah. know, we know, we don't need it. And the, the fact that he just looked at her and closed his eyes is like that says a lot more, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And as far as people talking shit online, you take you take a minute to like focus in on somebody's death and everybody's just gonna go what the hell meanwhile everybody's dying around behind you like hello like this doesn't make any sense you know what i mean like those those people just find some way of complaining about whatever is on screen 
So fuck that. Um, so putting people in rehab. But was there anything? I mean, Derek, what what were your thoughts? I mean, how do you feel about I, it overall? I, I think we hit it. I think we hit the nail right on the head. Um, we can if you the first three episodes, if you it probably warranted on complaining about pace. After the third episode, four and on, if you're that, if you're still complaining, well, about three pace, was Battle of Winterfell. True, you're right, but like still. So you're talking about the first two? That yeah, were all... yeah. Well, yeah. Well, did, we know the pace was happening fast. That's what I'm getting. Okay. At. But by the by, by the last season, oh, yeah, yeah, by like the four, five, six episode, if you're still complaining about the pace, like no, we're no, you we knew know. that was happening. Do you think it was going to slow down? Yeah, it's just like, okay. You already got them to edit in a scene where he pets ghosts. Like they're not yeah. going to do anything else. They already yeah. took the yeah. They already took the cup out. Like, <laughs> yeah, that complaint suggests that you you just had your mind made up. Like you just don't want to like exactly. it. Exactly, you're not yeah. accept. You're like you're not accepting it as it's coming to you. Yeah. you've already made up your mind where it's gonna be, and when it doesn't get there, you're like, well, that's yeah. dumb. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. you didn't think of it. Like, yeah, it's like it's like complaining. It's like watching like the third, like the new Star Wars films, and like the third one's about to come out, right? Of this new trilogy, and just being like, this fucking sucks, man. There's still no Jabba. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, he's not coming back. Beyond, like, that, beyond <laughs> that, without getting too into it, it's the whole Last Jedi. It's honestly been a thing since The Last Jedi, yeah. it feels like. It's like, Last Jedi didn't go the way people wanted it to, and it's like, well, that's fucking stupid. You're right. Like, that, yeah. Like, that, that was such a huge thing with that. And uh, But so, uh, based on the, just pacing alone, I was fine with where the story went. Um, I'm fine with how they did it. Um and when it came to the last episode, I was very happy with it. Yeah. And I think I think the last episode might be my favorite just because I was sitting there and I was getting to say goodbye. And, like, uh, it, it was, wasn't leaving anybody out, really. It was just it was like, here, here, here. But it wasn't, like, overly done like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. We were all hopping yeah. on the bed, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like skip to five years later and stuff like that. No, I think I think they did a good job. Like I, I, I was just said one of those things. Where, like I, when the credits hit, <sighs> yes, yeah, and, uh, that and and honestly, that makes it my favorite episode of the season. Yeah, and and uh, the Danny Snow, uh, John Snow thing, I, n- I never wanted it to be anyway because it's it's it's. Uh, Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not uh, yeah. It, it, on the scale of wrong yeah. on the show yeah. of the incest you've justified. This yeah. doesn't even touch the you know. So and then like there's the whole like, yeah, did I want Daenerys to be the bad guy? No. Did it look like she was going going to be? Uh, yeah. There yeah. were signs. Yeah, like, and I, I was the- just and I was just like, Well, maybe they'll change her. Well, that person's dead, so maybe the <laughs> rest of them will ch- oh she killed him too. Yeah. Well, maybe oh he quit. Well fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see John Stabber. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just, yeah, she's she's fuck, done fucked up. So yeah, they don't get to choose. Oh yeah, yeah, that that done really did powerful it. scene. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I I I loved season eight. I did not. I I couldn't help but notice and bring up the pacing stuff just because you know people. It it's fair to kind of. I feel like it's fair to point out like because I loved Varys's character so much. You kind of go like. Oh man, if they were going to still do a whole nother season, I can see his death getting an entire episode. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but that's not me complaining about them not doing yeah. it. It's just sort of me sort of going like, uh, just that, as a fan who doesn't want to say goodbye to everybody, but you can't be. I you can't mean, be selfish. Again. Well, you can't act like, I mean, what's going to happen because. 
Like, you can't undo that just because you don't want it to end. Are you going to take over financing and writing and production of the show? Like, HBO's not doing any favors by coming out and saying, like, oh, we were going to finance this for another four or five years. Or like, yeah, yeah, that's it's true. just like, and, uh, forgive you're me not if, helping. Yeah. Forgive me if we spoke about this on the last episode, but uh, now George R.R. R. Martin wants, is gonna, well, I'm, the book is going to be different. No, you can't say this is no. how it ends and then change it. So, no, no, no. So it's not, it's not going to be, the, 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 I've seen the articles and they're like, oh, oh he's yeah. going to have a different ending or he's mad about where the show's going. And if you actually like read the articles and what he's actually quoted as saying, it's a very, it's, very misinterpreted. Yeah. Yeah, it's now it's going to be way more detailed for sure. It's going to be. Re- it's always been way more detailed, but the ending is going to be the same, give or take. Yeah. I mean, like. Yeah, he said something on Twitter or something like that where he said, you know, to, to like, don't be a fan service guy. Right, make your book. Like, yeah. You, I get that you have people like lashing out, but again, if Daenerys was always going to die, then write write it a little bit more. To the point where, like, like so people see the descent a little bit better, perhaps. Oh, and that's exactly what will just happen naturally because it's a book. Like, yeah, and I, it's I, I mean, know, like, why, why like, is it so hard to like? Yeah, like that's that fathom. will get fleshed out a lot more. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, so for season eight, not the whole show yet, but for season eight, what was your sort of favorite storyline that was wrapped up in in this season, or you got like oh, a, an MVP um, or anything <coughs> like that for the season? Um, we'll, we'll start with uh danny so again this sort of falls into like the criticism realm though but i mean i just felt like there was never like a storyline that was ever firmly established i guess if we're talking about and i know we discussed this after the bells episode but like i guess the conclusion to like something like a clegane bowl or something like that 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 was like an old i'm i'm trying not it's probably one of yours oh that's mine yeah okay okay. Um, it's okay though uh we can talk about it all night thief (laughs) <laughs> assassino um so other than that i will go ahead and say um because i just if i'm being honest it kind of sucked like I, in in my mind i suppose no okay i'll, I'll go with uh because this was going to go into my series overall too but like again theon's redemption yes just getting just finally get it and again like i get it he just this fool's charge at the night king that was never going to amount to anything but it's like that is the antithesis of the character he's he'd been up to that point even last season when he could have done the same thing to his uncle or whatever and maybe it would have cost his sister's life maybe it wouldn't have but for him to look into the face of certain death and not blink yeah yeah I mean, I, I get charged at it, and beyond beyond that, like just his redemption overall, I suppose. Just. And it's still got its little kind of, you know, for the for the super nerd, super fan. It's got that callback to season one when Maester Lewin was like, "Hey, what is there? There going to be a battle here in the Godswood?" And that's exactly where he dies yeah. is yeah. a battle in the Godswood. If, the, if it comes to that, you know, I'll I'll protect you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's but, talking to Rob, but I mean, still, he's yeah, talking to Stark. Talking to Stark. You know, yeah. Talking to Stark. Yeah. Um, um, and again, as a result, getting his, we talked about it before the show, getting his own pop figure in and yeah. I'll be, I'll be hunting that one down Hell super hard. Yeah. That's my, uh, yeah. my boy. Yeah. The, the season eight ones are, are actually pretty dope. They They're are. pretty fun stuff. Um, people find a reason to complain about them. So he's kind of like, he's kind of your season eight sort of, uh, stand out and his storyline sure. was your favorite. Yeah, to like, that. But again, like overall, that's probably, that'll even probably go into my series overall too. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll expand it. Yeah, no, that's bit. great. Um, what about you, Derek? Um, I liked to for this season. Um, I would have to say Sansa. 
Yeah, that sounds really weird, but because a lot of people think Sansa is annoying, especially with her loose lips. People love loose lips and all that stuff. Mm. But uh, I, I have to say, Sansa just her. I guess it goes into the series as well, but especially in this one, she's not the only Stark again, and and you know John's back with her, and Arya is now back in the picture, all that stuff. And but she's still holding it down for Winterfell. She's the only one with. They all want the hope for Winterfell, and they all like they have. They see a bigger picture, and she sees the bigger picture too. But she's trying to already think of, well, okay, well, when this is done, yeah, who's gonna, who's gonna hold it down for Winterfell? And the fact that she stuck it, stuck with that, yeah. Uh, and the, at the last episode when she brought it up to Bran, and the reason why there are only six kingdoms, I'm like, I, I was like, good, <laughs> good for you, girl. Yeah, I hope so. I really liked that. And yeah, so, no, identifying that, like, yes, Bran is my brother and the king, but. I'm looking at the future of the North. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even like a power grab for her. It nope. was like for the people of the North. Yep. Yeah. She 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 she's been around too many bad leaders and learned from them. Learned a lot, and so why not use those and use it towards Winterfell's yeah uh, future. Yeah. So yeah, I like both. I like both those choices because I think I think Theon's been one of my favorite characters. I think I was not a incredibly I wasn't quite into what they kind of did to him in season seven. Um, just kind of like the relapse into the PTSD realm, or yeah. yeah well, I did. I, my my issues there were kind of nitpicky, just the way that the internet responded to it, you know. And I was just kind of like, oh, God, yeah, that, that, damn that, it! That, like, yeah, I don't know why they quite handled that scene that way and stuff like that. Where it's like, yeah, I understand him having the PTSD issue, but blah blah blah. Anyways, point is, is I. I love that he finally was able to redeem himself. I never hated his character. I just sort of didn't love how they did his character yeah. kind of dirty in season yeah. seven that way. I felt that they could have handled the PTSD part a little bit differently. But yeah, they wrapped that up well. Sansa, I didn't I never liked her character until season eight. Yeah. And then and then so that's cool that she's kinda of your pick because yeah, like I, I really did enjoy her in season eight and I was yeah. happy that I was finally into what she was up yeah. to. Um, and stuff like that. Yeah, my. Oh, what were you gonna say? No, I was, no. Go for oh, it. Uh, the. Uh, yeah, I think. I think like the Hound is such a big character to me that yeah, the way that that they wrapped things up with him is probably my go-to. That that's right up there. Um, if I'm trying to like reach for sort of a more standard or a, a larger character storyline, though, I just I'm happy that. Um, after everything that John's gone through, that he finally to gets to be free. He does. Yeah. You know, like, as free as he cares to be. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, holy shit. I thought that was really nice. And that that's it. the thing. And people, like, one of their big takeaways is that, like, man, he should have been king. It's like, bro, that's Fuck. the last thing he Why do you wanted. want that for him? He doesn't want he that. He doesn't want it. What kind of fan of Jon Snow are you? Like, yeah, that, that shit's so mean. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm gonna, I would go with Jon Snow as my sort of... MVP and favorite character of the of the season just be I mean that's probably kind of a uh, like an easy one but I think it's the opposite I think he's got they've gotten so much backlash with his character and it's just like you you it's unfair re- backlash it's really you know? easy to mess up and hate a hero it's really easy and the fact that they've Jon Snow's character they all wanted to see have true. the ending scene him sitting on the throne and getting coronated like that and what be- crying like what he's, he's, uh, uh, he's do I have to shave yeah <laughs> 
He does. He's never been one about the glory. He's never been always a man of honor, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But like every every stop, like it's just like, do you see how fast he gave up being like king of the north for the most? Like they they named it to him. He's like, all right, well, I'm 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 gonna leave. Yeah, like, like he, he's so uncomfortable <clears throat> yeah, so with I, it. I, I'm the king of the north. So, they have glass down here. I gotta go look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Can't someone else go? No. No, I gotta no. go. No, I, no. I I'm I'm a glass expert. I'm a glasster. <laughs> I'm a glass man. Yeah, everyone knows it. Um, yeah, so, okay, so the series overall. So, you know, now that everything's said and done, um, not to obviously, yeah, I think I think all three of us here, we kind of prefer to just stay positive. We don't have really big complaints or anything like that of the no. series or anything like that, and that's exactly why we're doing uh, these podcast uh, episodes about this stuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, get it. How would you know? Don, you skip over Don, it. Don, yeah, Don. exactly. Well, yeah, but I know that. Yeah, three and a half minutes. Is it th- two and a half minutes or something? That I don't song. Know, but I watched every single one after you guys. Oh Good. shit. Okay. And okay. did you notice all the subtle little differences? There probably weren't that many like more that, like through the rest of season se- eight. So, se- so season yeah. two, you had busted up. I, so the one of the. Oh, if I have one complaint. With oh the final shit! Episode, here we go. One complaint with the final episode in that scroll. King's Landing is still whole. Like I mean, like they. they oh, is yeah, it? It does. It's not burned down. I thought it was. They, they could have changed it. In Dude, it should have yeah. just been a pile of ash. Should have been Alderaan. Like it should have just been <laughs> nothing. Yeah, but it wasn't. I, just I remember been between episodes. Tyrion's face just between episodes. Like uh, so after after episode three. So like for four and on, Winterfell was all disheveled. Like I, like all the like the floors boards were all busted up okay. and things like that. Not the same with King's Landing. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, but at the same time, how long do you think it takes them to do that? Where they're just like, okay, do it again. So, what? but they f- they felt the need to say something, to do like point out Winterfell's destruction I- at yeah. that battle. But then, like, you're gonna have King's Landing be like, ah, we took. Well, one. maybe they did do it. and They fucked up on, on editing. There's my there is my one gripe. You're yeah. welcome. That, that's. You know what my one gripe is? Danny didn't watch the documentary. He's a huge oh, fan. Oh damn, dude! It still is two hours. Yeah, he watched the game twice. In I the first still, pro- I still provided ample sort of talking about said documentary that I didn't even watch. <laughs> he even said, "Like, I can't believe you didn't watch it. Like, you basically just quoted something." That is from true. It. That is true. But you just watched fair. a clip of that. That was probably from that. Probably, it was yeah. the same thing. Probably, fuck. And that was like a thirty-minute thing. So that's like a fourth of the documentary. Can you yeah. believe we're gonna be in a car together for like eight hours? Tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so you'll have plenty of time to watch it then. Oh, I'm uh, driving. You're not driving. No, see? Oh. <laughs> but I'm going to hold the phone up to him. <laughs> Just watch it. Just watch it. Yeah. Here's Sapochnik. That's how you say his name. Yeah. Vladimir. <laughs> um, so d- does the way that anything wrapped up, do you think it's going to affect whether or not you'll ever go back and rewatch certain episodes? Are there things you're no longer as interested in, in as, as far as maybe... I- Stuff that you planned on going back and trying to like, oh, did I miss this clue here and there? And then now you don't care. Or so someone I recently started dating, um, she's not watched a single episode of right. it. So I'm actually really excited to go back and watch. Now that the story is completely concluded, rewatch it. I don't know that there's gonna be a whole lot of stuff that I missed. That's gonna definitely tie into like season eight. Yeah. And again, like having having rewatched it as many times as I have, especially like the early seasons. How many times do you think you've watched? Um. Probably seasons one through three, full, all the way through at least probably like three times. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I watched episode, or I mean episode, I watched season one twice. I watched season seven twice, and I think there was another one in the middle there twice, but I'm not sure which one. Okay. It's, uh, I don't think it was too, 
but anywhere but three, three to <coughs> three to uh, three to six. I watched okay. the one twice. So it was like season one, watched that, and then season two aired, and then after season two, but before season three, I watched one and two again, and then for season four, I watched one, two, and three again. Oh, okay, but that was the last time I did that. Okay, like, I mean, I didn't do one, two, three, and four for yeah. That, so, but uh, so those early seasons, yeah, I just yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think if, if anything for me, I'll start to notice, I will probably notice when they go off book, if that makes any sense, because there, there's a lot of stuff they set up in the show almost early on. A lot of stuff with like the, the Baelish and I'm not saying Baelish didn't get like a just sort of like he, he got caught in one of his games finally. I get that. But like a lot of Baelish stuff, even a lot of Varys stuff that like never really comes to fruition. Yeah. That'll kind of be like, oh, like, but probably pan out in the books or something somewhere where they can be a little bit more detailed yeah um at least it's still like amazing acting and and it is oh yeah no i'll I'll absolutely worth rewatching for that alone pretty much it'll be a little bit of the weight off the shoulders because again like knowing how something ends it it does sort of alleviate it like i mean you brought it up the whole endgame thing but like watching endgame the first time i was so tense because i didn't know how it was going to end and it wasn't until i went back and watched it after i'd already seen it that like i could kind of enjoy everything yeah that makes sense um but uh yeah no it, it doesn't it doesn't change my outlook again like the it what will be very weird for me is that the first six seasons are so almost like not glacial in their pacing but like very intricate and like there there are like what one would deem like filler episodes but it's a lot of information that's important to the story yeah and then after that it's just balls to the wall like yeah. for season seven and eight are just so fast-paced yeah you could almost like describe it like they're it, it it they're very those previous seasons seem very comfortable in their yeah. skin and stuff like that and then all of a sudden it just seems like something spooked but again like so so, so 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 show me the budget for the f- uh, every episode for the first six seasons and then show me the budget for like the or like and even like the big episodes and then show me the budget for the ones right. this season yeah i mean like it, it, the the sprawling sets like just the attention to detail and a lot of that it's just yeah they 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 pulled out all their big guns and i think it worked for some people i think there are probably more people okay with it, but don't feel the need to speak on it. Yeah. But it's the vocal minority yeah. that are just like, it's like yeah, they're they're bombarding Rotten Tomatoes and shit like that, and like, yeah. oh, this is garbage, garbage. But that happens with everything. Yeah. Every single thing. Yeah. Uh, Derek, would you kind of make you feel differently about any of these past episodes or seasons? No. Uh, I mean, if you. <laughs> If you think about it with the pacing, it really makes you appreciate the other ones more and the time you've had with it. And it kind of just shows that they were on a timetable and when they created, yes, but uh, they they gave us as much as they could and uh, with the timetable they set. And uh, it, it makes you go back and realize that the time we've had with all these characters and the detail they give us and the conversations we've had that led up to all this stuff, it's powerful. It's really well done and... I don't have any faults to the past show or, or the past seasons. Yeah, uh, I look forward to watching them again. I'll probably be one of those idiots that pay the nine hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents for yes. the complete pack. Yes, of whatever. Uh, Even though purple, I already purple, own all the yeah. seasons, yeah. purple <laughs> laser disc ray, <laughs> platinum. Uh, what What is your was what What is your favorite season? Ooh, uh, favorite season. 
don't want to sound cheesy and say number one. I really like season one, but I watched that one probably like yeah. That one, I one as soon as I got done, I watched it again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, okay, I, I it I would have to say the, my favorite season definitely had to do. With uh, the Red Wedding, Rob Stark. All okay, that, season right? three. Season three, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was three, three or four. I didn't want to yeah. say that. I didn't want to be wrong. But uh, Rob Stark and his his rebellion against, I, I was like on board. I was like, I felt like I was on a horse with him. Like, let's fucking do this. For your papa. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. And then just didn't go <coughs> the way we thought. No. <laughs> so, uh, which all. was, I think, was the biggest, one of the biggest ones where we're going, okay, we're never going to know what's happening. Yeah. And I think that was a huge impact on me as a fan for the show. It's just like, okay, from here on out, it's just like, fuck, okay. Yeah. Don't trust anybody or anything, <laughs> not even the writers. Yeah. So I'd have to, yeah, season three was probably the most standout one for me. Again, I, it sounds cliche, but like all the seasons are great in their own aspects. Um, I really like, ones that stand out to me are probably from a cinematic standpoint, like the tide really turned for me in season six yes okay yeah season six when you yeah, got when I you got that battle of the bastards episode yeah. and you got the this the one with uh baylor yeah those episodes are like again like i i can watch that opening to baylor just like i mean like the the the, the score of like that entire opening scene not really even knowing what's happening until it, it kind of hap- comes upon you mm. such a great like I, again like that's probably if i that those that two block episode right there might be the greatest two block in the oh, entire yeah. series. Yeah, you right might there. be right. Battle yeah. of the Bastards followed right by yeah. uh, Baylor. I, I don't think there's an argument there. Yeah, because again, so. like it's like episode nine was always such the big episode. We got Battle of the Bastards. Like okay, and then ten was like hold my beer. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> uh, and then it's obviously that, I, it it slows down a bit for the rest of that episode. I mean, you find out some things that that's where you kind of find out about actually about John's lineage. So he right. doesn't find out obviously. Yeah. Um. But we know at the very least he is the son of Rhaegar at that point. Yeah. By the end of that episode, it kind of alludes to it with the baby and then like mm-hmm. onto his face. Um, another Dark Horse one, I really liked Four. Nice. Um, so okay. Four was the one. Uh, a lot of Arya. Four, yeah. four was it, actually not even. So again, like I know people love Arya. Yeah. And I don't dislike Arya, but Arya just was never my girl. Okay. Uh, yeah. Arya Arya is undoubtedly a badass character, but just but never yeah, never she, never really hooked up with it. Like she's it was not just the show leader. I, I, she she was always a great character. I yeah. always kind of pegged her like when is she going to die? Like it, it, like I just Right. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised that she made it till the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, to, uh, to end up with four Starks. Mm-hmm. Well, well uh, three and a half, but whatever. You know. For me, season four was really sort of the turn of the tide for the good guy, if that makes any sense. So, because you had season three end on that, like ultimate, like what justice is there in this world? Yeah, like, I mean, to have like the red wedding, I mean, to be murdered at a feast like that. I, so for season four, you had uh, the death death of Joffrey, which come on, who who didn't rewind that one like three yeah, or four times, like yeah. just watching that little fucker the choke to death. Wedding. Oh, but um, so you had that. You had the trial of Tyrion, which he has that like very rousing speech during it. Um, I don't remember it like verbatim. Surprisingly, I know people. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, he's he, again like he's where he basically says he's on trial for being a dwarf. Like I mean, he's been on trial his whole life. Stuff of that. You have that. You have Oberyn Martell, where you're like, I don't know you, but I fucking like you. And the minute you feel like that, you're like, 
you're gonna die, aren't you? Like, yeah. <laughs> like that, that, that was the first time I ever felt like that with a character because it was after the red wedding, and I'm like, don't fall in love with anyone. You fall in love with Oberyn, and you're like, oh, I know what this means. Yeah. Um, you have episode nine is uh, Battle of Castle Black, I believe, in mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. Great episode. Yeah, Very good. powerful episode. I mean, John watching. Uh, I mean, it feels like old news at this point, but like watching. Um, what's her? Uh, what was her name? Egret. Egret. Yeah, Egret yeah, die. Uh, at the hands of Pip. Yeah. Little fucker little Pip. He should have killed her. Should have killed him man. right there. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, again. And Pip then, makes my blood boil. Or not God, Pip. That's not his name. Um, uh, Ollie. Ollie, yeah. Ollie. <laughs> uh, and then, God, now I'm thinking. No, no, I'm just thinking. Things. So if I want to go most startling, I, I know it's not on here, but episode. Episode that got me yeah. more than any episode because I didn't just see it coming. Hard Home. To this day, Hard Home. Oh, nice. Because again, like you go, Hard Home is set up in such a way they're just going up there to negotiate. And you see, like, because you've never seen it to that point. Yeah. Hard Home sets such a precedence. Again, for all of the things that people think the books get right that the show doesn't, the show nailed that because that happens off script. Exactly. That that happens off in like a scene. Like you, you just hear about something that happens at Hard Home. Like all the people are gone there or something. That scene made you fear the Army of the Dead. Because before then, you were you were every Southerner. You were like the I don't what does it matter? Like it's just zombie guys. And you saw how relentless it was. You saw how unforgiving and how like you it couldn't be stopped. Yeah. I mean, like whether it was like them throwing themselves off a cliff to like make a body pile so like the ones that fell after that wouldn't have such a hard fall. Yeah. You saw how unkillable White Walkers were until like the Valyrian Steel thing happens, and you saw like how hard it is to be a human being. I mean, you see like one of the most hardened Northern, like a uh, wildlings, like just killing all the, and then she just sees the group of kids and it's like, I can't do this. Like those are, I don't care that there's all, like, those are children. Like I can't, yeah. I can't kill children and it doesn't matter. They're not children. Like they're, yeah. they're, they're just meat for this army. And then he goes to the fucking docks and then he did the, the arm race. Oh. And then it's just like, I don't know how you beat this. No. Again, like probably single handedly the best episode. I best 20 minutes of any episode ever right nice there. so nice yeah sorry That's i stole pick. i sorry i stole everything so yeah in a roundabout way every fucking season yeah <laughs> yeah because i think season six was going to be my pick and then i was going to give special love to season three so you guys both tackled all of those so basically the only thing i would just also point out is just i was season two was good too yeah i was also yeah. i was blown away by how good um season two was because I was being introduced to like completely different characters that weren't even in season one. Yeah. And, and I was just like, I didn't know. I don't know. I, I felt like it would have been so easy for me to like, just not give a shit and just kind of go like, okay, HBO doesn't know what they're doing anymore. You know, blah, blah, blah. But I, I fell in love with like this whole entire new set of characters yeah. too. Brienne of Tarth, um, Davos, um, all of them you meet, yeah, you know, it's in like, those... it's season, season two really introduced. Like, I think season two, we really started as a, people really learned that you could really fucking loathe a fake character as much as we do as King Little Shitbag. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because he was was whiny and, like, shitty, and it's like, okay, whatever, you suck. But season two cemented him as, like, an all-time villain. And not, like, Like, all the the hats off to Jack Leeson in the world. Amazing actor, and the fact that, it's a, he's never done anything since. No, and he won't. <laughs> uh, he, he, he bought a, a theater production in England, or somewhere in England. He bought a theater production, and uh, or a theater venue, Yeah, and he 
produces yeah, plays. They produce nice. plays. They have they teach. Uh, there's a bunch of students that come in there and learn whatever they do. Puppets. They do a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, honestly, in any movie you ever seen, you just be like, hey. Look who it is. Yeah, but I mean, like you but. even see you even see Ramsey doing shit. Like I mean, like yeah, some some all time shitty people on that show still doing shit. For Joffrey, it was like, yeah, I made one of the most, I made one of, if not the most hateable villains in the entirety of you know episodic television. Yeah. What did it cost you? Everything. <laughs> 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 I would say the one difference between Joffrey and uh, uh, Ramsey was Ramsey, as evil as he was, and how fun it was to hate him. He was a badass. Yeah. He's yeah. a little shit, but he's a badass. Where Joffrey, <coughs> jo- I'm glad you did that, because he can <laughs> sneeze bitchy. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he, Was he, that a bitchy cough? No, no. I don't know. When, when he oh, would get well, put like, in... When, <laughs> I was, no, it was just funny, because I was about to say, if he sneezes, everyone's like, that was a bitchy. <laughs> and he could roll out of the bed, and people are like, I don't like the way he fucking did that. I, I just love this. Baby. I love the scenes where like Tywin would give him that verbal spanking. Like That, yes. that, that was like so great. The yeah. king is tired. <laughs> I'm not tired! <laughs> but no, it's just... Because... Yes, he's in season one, but season two is when you really like. It's, oh it's my God. episode. It's not until episode nine of season one that you, you really even start to. See yeah, it. but that season two is just like, I didn't even know I could hate someone this much. And then season three just keeps building. It's like, oh my God, when are you going to fucking die? Yeah. And then, and then he drank wine. Huh? They timed it right. They did. Yeah, they gave you just enough time to absolutely hate that motherfucker. Um, Favorite character of the whole of the whole show. Oh, you're on Greyjoy. You're on Greyjoy. Oh my god! (laughs) I can't do it. I'm about to wreck this room. Uh, (laughs) I'm the man who killed Andrew's podcast. (laughs) 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 Uh, And then just cut away. Um, Yeah. yeah. Um, man, I I'll go ahead and start with this one. I I know, man. I don't know what my issue is, but the Hound. Is okay. still just so incredible to me. Like I know that you said I mentioned, or I remember you mentioning that you, you didn't see, you didn't feel like you quite got enough of like between him and his brother. Yeah. Um. But do you remember what was it? Was it season four when he? Do you remember him talking to Arya about? how hurt he was about how it was like it was his brother though it was yeah. like when she kind of sews him up and stuff like yeah, that yeah. wasn't it that i think like that was like enough for me to kind of like i didn't need to see his brother hurt him anymore i just needed to see how hurt he was by that you know to okay. get to get enough of of what that whole thing meant to him it's definitely something i'm going to pay attention to on my rewatch yeah. truthfully i mean again like i i, I think you can only like so many characters that, as a whole. So for me, again, it was it, it was the fact that I love I, I I genuinely grown to like love Theon's character mm-hmm. and how hard I had to fight everyone about it. So like the Hound was a found like fan favorite. I'm like fuck the Hound. He just got a weird face. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> I, I I felt like I was fighting against everybody. I so see. that's that's what it was. I mean, he was kind of universally loved. I'm like why? Because he says cunt all the time. That's yeah. not fair. <laughs> he doesn't even do anything. He cuts people in half with his sword. <laughs> Yeah, um, I would I would have to say um, there's three. Nice. I would have to say I, I actually while you were while you guys were t- discussing that I was actually dwindling the number down. Oh damn! Yeah, it uh, was eleven. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would have to say uh, Jorah and Davos. Nice. Okay. Uh, um, yes. Easily those two together combined. I I don't like one more than the other, but seriously, uh, I think without mm. without her we didn't have a lot of. 
struggle. So I, and she and she was just Andrew dead. And it was poison. Some of the pigeon pie. It was poison. <coughs> the strangler. Wow. The this, strangler. This was definitely the the purple podcast. Um, yeah. Who tried to chug the last of that water and spicy? I got a small mouth. <laughs> It's big in different ways, yeah. um, but no. Yeah, and ser- seriously, I just I thought, uh, phenomenal acting. Uh, just there was a lot of times you could see her. Even in her strength, she had weak moments. And yeah, it was just I think well done. R- yeah. Really good villain. Yeah, fantastic actress. Yeah, and like consistently like amazing yeah. in every season. Yeah, it, it, and you can't have a good heroic story without a good villain. Yeah, that's true. And I. She was perfect. There you go. And I love that you get you given love to Davos because that was my that was my number two guy. Yeah, yeah. So what pure. I did I did drop Bronn and Tormund. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I do love them, but this last season, uh, there wasn't a whole lot to go off of for me to. I wish they had more interaction. I mean, I guess they're just they're they're basically each other's counterparts. Ones in the yeah. north, ones in the south. Correct. Yeah. In yeah. a lot of ways, obviously yeah. very different. Um. But yeah. I dropped him. Bron Bron was Bron was a very fantastically created character yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I still think he should have got. I I I do love that he lived, but I think there was a part in season seven he could have died that would have made his character like immortalized his character when he when he when he foregoes the bag of gold yeah. to like shoot down the dragon. If he'd have just gotten destroyed right there, well, the actor. I think like, that would have been a good out. Right. That actor actually wasn't happy with his the ending of. Oh, he wasn't. No, he came out uh, and did a little video okay. and expressed that he wasn't exactly. That's the most brawn thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. so he's just. I think he's still in character. Right. He's yeah. just proving it right. But uh, <laughs> um, Bron and Tormund would definitely. If there was a layer two, yeah, they were on layer two. Nice. Yeah. For uh, for all, uh, I won't go into like. So we all know about the Theon stuff. Um, Oh, tell us about it. I don't Will think you've done s- no, no, no. So this we'll is your this is the perfect moment, though. I've already mean, talked be at as great length. thorough as you'd yeah, like to no, be. I mean, we we talked about it in the very first episode. Yes, I love him. So I'll go with a different character, um, who maybe didn't get the ending that everybody wanted, but I think he got the ending that if he could have picked his ending, he would have done this, and that would be Jamie Lannister. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a character that you probably not straight up loathed, like from the get go. He was just so smug. He had that fucking prince look to him he looked like the prince from shrek um and then i mean like the first thing that you really remember about him is crippling bran out yep. the window um and he's just a, he's the sister fucker and then he's the guy who tries to kill ned stark and he's just so smug about everything yeah. he's so pretty like what what this guy doesn't have a care in the world and then just his spiral basically through see after getting beat at the risk well whispering wood is that a does that happen in season one? Is that the end of season one? Yes. Yes, end of season one. Um, to be beaten there, become the prisoner, um, then kind of set free, and then his whole arc through season uh, through season three in his journey with Brienne, like when you find out about the yeah, because he's just this shitty guy who broke his oath. I mean, like he uh, he killed the one person who was supposed to protect, and then it really comes to fruition why he did everything that he did. Um, just the honor that he truly had, uh, really just sort of grow as a character. And then, yeah, at the end of it, I guess you could say that like, maybe they kind of dropped the ball a little bit with him. 
Um, but I love how he rebukes Cersei to go and fight for humanity. There was a part of me that really wanted him to go back and kill Cersei when all was said and done. Um, but I, I did truly love the ending for him to like to to again die with you know the way that he if he if you had like asked him how he wanted to die like if you could pick any yeah. way to die. Um, bunch of rattlesnakes out there. <laughs> But uh, Jamie Lannister, probably like a top three character on the show. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. And I. I was so okay. much more than yeah. initially you probably thought. Were you going to listen to another person too? Uh, no, again, uh, like the Theon stuff's pretty well gotcha. stated. Um, and I know a bunch of people are going to. How dare you not list Tyrion? Peter Dinklage did so good. No one needs to. Like he was beyond. That's not fair. You're right. Tyrion. Tyrion Lannister is the MVP of this entire show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it kind of just so almost goes without saying. It is. Yeah, it, it really does. Uh, yeah. No, and that's and that's what I'm getting at. From episode Tyr- one to episode uh, seventy, what what do we get to? Seventy three. Seventy three. Peter Dinklage's performance. Was he? He was in every single episode, in some way, right? Was he? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but I, f- I, I I felt like every character skipped out on on a couple episodes each season you know i don't think Tyrion missed a single episode really i really don't yeah, I, I was always part of something okay apparently. i i i don't know for certain like like what about like the wall like the episode the wall i mean beyond the wall when uh in season seven. Oh, you're right you're right like things like that maybe. yeah you're right but i i would say that he probably at the very least tied if not had the most appearances yeah how about that yeah like, you're right because the, the beyond the wall episode was all beyond the wall Though, is he not even on the boat? Like, even just briefly? Oh, does yeah, does he end up just showing up at the end of the episode anyways? 47 huh? of 51. That's an old list. There's no way there's only 51 episodes. You're right, that was 2016. But at least at that point, he had missed yeah. four of the episodes. So, yeah. Okay. Right. It just felt like he was in every episode. Yeah. He had a little part in each episode. Yeah. Little. Part. <laughs> Funny. But yeah, uh, but his, his, uh, his performance was beyond the show. Um, so for us to say like, oh, well, he was my favorite. Well, get the fuck out of here. Why don't you think a little bit more about it? Like, <laughs> that's, that's where we're going. We were thinking in depth on who we were thinking. You're character, right. You're right. Again, it, he's, he, uh, <laughs> isn't it weird? Because like the, the sort of running joke on it is that like when the maester writes the, uh, the grand maester writes the history of oh, the wars yeah. after the Baratheon or the death of Robert Baratheon, he's not even in it. And yeah. look at us talking about the MVP, and yeah. we don't even think about him. Fuck. And, and, and I know Daenerys and uh, uh, Jon Snow, excellent. Excellent performances. But at the same time, if you really have a favorite, you're you're you're, you're looking at more depth of the show. And I, I really think so. Yeah. Um, if they're your favorite, I think you're... You probably were bored a lot through this season. Yeah, like not just the you season, were the, the mad series. people. Yeah, yeah you were yeah, the ones yeah. who were mad. Yeah, uh, you you were probably bored a lot throughout this series yeah. completely, and a lot of episodes that you didn't like, or maybe skipped through, fast forwarded through. I don't even <laughs> know. You on your phones a lot. I don't yeah. know. But but overall, so you know, overall the three of us very very happy with the series, which makes you know these podcasts a lot of a lot of fun. Um, and you know we wanted to give a proper send off to to the show that wasn't just a a final goodbye at the end of you know the uh, the season finale review. Yeah. Um. So that's what we were doing here tonight. And yeah, I mean we Bravo can kind of just go show. ahead and yeah say thank you very much to everybody that put the show together and gave us all of this. Um. I know, you know you'll never enjoy. hear this Benioff and Weiss, but like oh yeah. we don't hate you in the way that everyone else seems to. No. 
I know that I can't couldn't do anything close to what they did. No. no. And uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, it's 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 just funny to me. I thinking like as as an actor and to think to work on that scale, it's intimidating. Yeah. Would I love to get there? Yes, but it is intimidating <laughs> to even look and watch. It's just wow. Uh, but no, typically we, we the three of us at, at the very least the three of us feel like you did a phenomenal job throughout all of it. Yeah, um, and we're appreciative yeah. that we got to witness something like that. Yeah, and Kit Harrington. Uh, you know, tell me, thoughts, tell me, tell me thoughts, anything man. that even stands a chance that currently exists that could like even potentially touch Game of Thrones. Cause I you'd know, be, like, you'd be lying to yourself. I would say uh, what's... You're lying I, to yourself. I wouldn't say what could touch it, but I was saying what's probably the closest would be Breaking Bad. Oh, so, okay. So, uh, but yeah. No, I'm, I'm talking about from this sort of production set. No, I, I would I would even probably say like... Oh, production-wise. Oh, no. Yeah, they, they just did an Albuquerque. Uh, yeah, they just <laughs> like they set... You're talking about scale and scale. Oh, yeah, I see scale. what you're saying. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was thinking... Uh, Breaking uh, Bad's done. Yeah. Like, let's... No, it's not. Because they're oh, shut up. The the show is done. I mean, we might yeah. see no, some of these upcoming <laughs> Star Wars series and stuff. Obviously, yeah. trying to be as as large and great. But yeah, I see what but you're saying. But it's yeah. it's. I wouldn't even call it the new standard. But it would be like it, for me, it's like, all right, that's our best shot. Easily yeah. the biggest production show, produ- productive wise show. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. The biggest show that like has yeah. been on television yet. Oh yeah, production wise, absolutely set. Cast. I I'd, I'd be shocked. I, I would truly be shocked if, I, and I, I mean, maybe not shocked, but I, I, I'm very. I don't see anything that could ever touch this. They reached for the stars and got really fucking close. Yeah, yeah, they did good. Yeah, but Kit Harrington, uh, best of wishes for you to get better. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, get it together. Absolutely. Yeah, we we very much I know love li- you. He's gonna listen to this. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, I don't know if anybody listens to any of this. I, I really. This is gonna be episode like ten or nine or something, and I haven't really gotten any feedback yet. But uh, it's still been fun to do. <laughs> and uh, um, we picked the worst season to start this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, you know, just easing into Exoverse In TV fairness, with, with. We didn't know Andrew the last seven. That's true. Yeah. So blame Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> blame yep. Him. Yep. It really is kind of my fault. Um. Yeah. Uh, so you know. <laughs> Thanks for taking it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you guys for joining me at least on the first episode at the new at the new setup and everything like that. Um, and the Exo Lounge. I'm coming yeah. Up with the name. Yeah. There Exo you go. Lounge, I don't. Right. I don't dislike that. No. Um, so make sure you follow these guys on uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter at the Retox Podcast. Uh, you guys have new episodes. Uh, one that just came out this last week. Yeah. Uh, you said it's one of your best ones oh, yet, uh, right? No, it was really funny. I don't know if I said best one yet. Yeah, oh, okay. It was. It was the. S- it was the season eight of. of okay. <laughs> Retox episode. <laughs> yeah. Things no, really we, ramped very up. Very huh? polarizing. Yeah. No, <laughs> we it, spent a lot of money on it. Oh yeah, shit. No, yeah. We had. We just had a lot of good times with that one. We had, I mean, a lot of good time. It was, it was a fun hour. I don't know, but we had a good time Were doing we it. Yeah. We had a good time doing it. Yeah, but find it, check it out. Um, follow, follow. You know, some of my social media things for updates on the show at Exoverse TV on Twitter, at Exoverse Media on Facebook yeah. and Twitter, things like that. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, you probably didn't have any fi- trouble finding me anyways but um yeah thank well andrew you. we want to thank you for having us on man we appreciate this yeah you. we love Absolutely. the show yeah thank you guys and i uh, apologize for having the shitty ass stools um that was an oversight i, like I didn't think about i didn't think about person. chairs I before like i invited you guys over so there was no backs me to these guys tall. chairs like for the it. last hour and a half so that's kind of a fuck up um i like it, I like it. 
Yeah, so anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you uh, next week. We're going to do Barry Season 1 and 2 reviews. It's going to be very cool. Yeah. Oh, damn. I, I just got kicked off the show. Burn, <laughs> Burn them all. Uh, I got to figure out I gotta up my editing skills now. Um, edit that out. Yeah, uh, but anyways, yeah, so that's going to be fun. Uh, uh, HBO show Barry. Um, we're not a strictly HBO podcast or anything, just to let you guys know. That's just kind of the way things are falling right now. Uh, we're HBO also crushes programming. Let's yeah, just, let's they really do, because right after Barry, we're planning on doing uh, Chernobyl. Yeah. Planning on splitting the, the Chernobyl miniseries into... Not yet. It's going to happen. Though. I've no. heard very good things. Yes. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, and then so after that, then we will expand to some Netflix and Amazon Prime uh, programming and stuff like that. But just that's just a quick update on, on what's coming over the next couple of weeks. And uh, once again, thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.